Recording? We're recording for episode number 13. Can you hear me? Can I hear you what? Can you hear me? I'm talking. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I'm in Maine. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you in Maine. Fantastic. So this is episode 13. Episode we're trying 13. a new we're trying a new method of recording because last week Ryan sounded like he was underwater. Yes. And uh, I did not, and so maybe this week I'll sound like I'm underwater just to make it fair. It's hard to say. Yes, hopefully it'll be better. We're also doing some advertising revenue in this week's episode. Oh, it's we brought, are. Yeah, this episode is brought to you by Fresca, which <laughs> I'm enjoying right now. I'm enjoying a Fresca sparkling flavored soda. Fresca, the fresh maker. No, it actually says on the can, sparkling flavored soda. Like the flavor is that of sparkling. It's very bad, bad grammar. Fresca, the sparkle maker. Yeah, the sparkle maker, indeed. It actually, oh, yeah, Fresca. Mm. Mm. I like the old cans from the 70s when it had the... The pull top? No, it had a different font. The logo on it was so much more fun. How old is Fresca? I don't know, but I remember it from back in the 70s, I think. I think it's new. I think you're remembering something else. No, I think it disappeared, and then it came back again. Did you ever drink Cactus Cooler? No, that sounds horrible. It was good. What is it? Made from cactuses, I suppose. I, I, I really don't know, but it was Cactus nope. Cooler, and we used to drink it as kids and run around. Um, it, should we do Viewer Mail? The rest mail. of our... Yeah, we never sang the Viewer Mail song, so would you please uh, do the honors? Viewer Mail! <laughs> Opening it up. So, in Viewer Mail, we got a message from our good friend, Plum. Amanda. Uh, our friend, Amanda, who goes by other nicknames, including Plum and XOP2. She, in fact... So XOP stands for. She does know what XOP stands oh, really? for. She's met XOP. Oh, so she's XOP too. I I, I stand corrected. But she's XOP too for different reasons. She's XOP too. Well, my father is XOP because he would sign his emails, you know, kisses and hugs, ha, XOP. Right. And Panda apparently signed some emails with XO as well. And the, her, the, the P for her stands for Plum, which is a nickname of hers from long before I ever met her. Uh -huh. She is plum so she has used xop and knows that there's another xop out there so she says xop2 now is it xop2 or is it xop squared uh i'm gonna say it's xop2 because i think she's sort of claiming to be the second one not right. a squared amount of my father <laughs> I'm not sure how you raise my father to an exponent, but uh, but Amanda slash Plum slash XOP2 writes to us. Um, yes. She apparently took notes as she was listening to our last podcast. But she didn't which, listen to much of it. I guess she did. She not listen to very much of it? I or think she said she got through about the first nine minutes because the recording was, was terrible. Oh, yeah, it's true. Um, she did say that she thought I sounded closer because uh, I was, at, which was weird because she thought I was the one phoning in. The truth is we're both using Skype. So it doesn't really matter which one of us is phoning in. Right. I actually think it makes sense that I sounded clearer because I was recording it and uh, I, my voice was coming in through my own microphone going directly into my computer. Right. Whereas yours right. is coming over through the Internet. Yes. So her suggestion is that we take turns podcasting, which I think what she meant is that we take turns doing solo shows. I, Instead, I can't we're taking anything turns. more boring than just listening to me talk. I I can't either, actually. <laughs> uh, you were supposed to say something self-deprecating about yourself there. I left that no, wide no, open no, for no, you. I only do that off the air. I, I won't do that in this show. <laughs> Now, she does clarify for us that while we were talking a lot about Cunard last week, uh -huh. she says that Canard, C-A-N-A-R-D, is French for duck. 
Oh, so when you're hoisted on your own canard, does that mean you're hoisted on a duck? Uh, well, I suppose it might, except that uh, it's hoisted on your own petard, I believe. <laughs> I don't think it's canard. What type of a duck is a pitard? Uh, it's the kind that has like a really flat bill and uh, and no tail. Oh, so okay. Yeah. Um, and then also she clarifies that Ryan uh, might have been thinking of Zither. Now, I don't even remember what you were talking about that she might have thought. Zephyr. Oh, Zephyr, which, which is like. Which also corrected me on. Oh, what is a Zephyr? Isn't it a Zephyr like... is, a, is a breeze. Right, right. Uh, but a Zither is an instrument. A Zither is an instrument that can create a Zephyr. Uh, maybe if you wave it around fast enough. Um, and she commented on something. I guess she's been listening to a couple of episodes and was uh -huh. catching up. Right. And uh, she did like, here's also a general comment, is that she is more entertained when we don't stick to an agenda uh -huh. or discuss every puzzle for a certain amount of when time. Have we so, ever so, stuck to an agenda? We tried it once, and we, we tried it once. Yeah, the last one we did back in New York, we tried. Remember I printed out that list of how long we were going to spend on each subject, oh, and right, I tried right, 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 right. How did that go? Yeah, it didn't go well at all. No. So, so far, we haven't talked about any of the puzzles, and we're about 11 minutes in. So, Amanda, hopefully you're enjoying this podcast. <laughs> now, she did like that we each had a favorite clue and a favorite puzzle last week. I don't remember doing that, but if we did, let's do it again. Because right. apparently, Amanda is one person who actually listens to our show, Let's Do What She Says. All right. I say what she says. Sounds good. I think I had a favorite clue from last week, but I don't remember, remember what it is. Well, maybe as we're going along, it'll, you know, remind you. I hope so. Something. We are going to talk uh, about the puzzle at some point. We, uh, maybe. We'll see. Um, it's possible. Now, she does tell us a story that I think I'm allowed to talk about here. This is Amanda's story. I'm going to just quote it. Right. I was in Boston last week and went to this puzzle and game store in Brookline in search of a jigsaw puzzle. Uh -huh. There aren't any in New York City. Anyway, there was a book there about the history of jigsaw puzzles with a foreword written by, wait for it, Will Shorts. Wow. I read it, and I swear he is my kindred spirit. I had no idea he was into jigsaws as well, but the way he described the mind of a puzzler, it just made me smile. Positively dreaming. So Amanda is, continues to be smitten by Mr. Shorts. He's, he's very smittable. I, apparently he is, uh, or Smith-worthy at least. Um, I, I have never read it, but I do like jigsaw puzzles. My mother used to do a lot of jigsaw puzzles, and that was a nice I bonding. Jigsaw puzzles. Yeah, do you do just the flatboard kinds, or do you like the three-dimensional ones? Well, I stopped doing them because of the cats, because I did oh, the, yeah. I did one of the Puzz 3Ds. I did this big cathedral, and uh, Arizona moved in. <laughs> And completely demolished it and ended up sleeping inside. So that was the last puzzle oh. I, I did. Did he pee all over it, too? <laughs> I'm sure he was thinking about it. Uh, probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I like I like this story. I, I do have to ask, though, Amanda, maybe you can clarify for me. You uh, When you said you were in a puzzle store in Brookline in search of good jigsaw puzzles, there aren't any in New York City. There aren't any good stores or there aren't any jigsaw puzzles. <laughs> I'm not sure which it is that you're clarifying here. So we also got a – are we done with Amanda's? Uh, yes, yes. Please go along. Uh, we got an uh, email from Doug Peterson who, who apparently really likes our blog and our podcast. I'm not really sure what's wrong with him. Uh, <laughs> and he, I don't think there's anything wrong with him. I'm, he's a very nice guy. He seems like a, an incredible guy, and, and I'm so glad he's, he's enjoying it. He I am too. He mentioned that we talked about Jim H., who is the uh, the creator of Xword Info, one of our favorite sites that gives you all of the, the huge database of crossword puzzles from the Will Shorts era. Absolutely. And he says, 
uh, he says, you mentioned Jim H. and wondered how he has all these great features on his blog. I agree. He's a talented guy. I do know one thing about him. If you're on a Windows PC, go to the Free Cell Solitaire game and click on About Free Cell. Yes, I did that. And what happened? Oh, I, I, the game is credited as having been designed by a, a Jim, somebody with a last name. I'm assuming it's him. Yeah, so that's amazing. That Jim H. designed Free Cell. I spent many an hour wasting my time with Resell. I had one of my very first jobs after I graduated from college. This is back in uh, the mid-90s. I had a job as a software tester. And some of the days that I was there, I'd be testing the software. And some of the days I was there, they were too busy redesigning the software. And there's nothing for me to test. So I just sit there and I played Resell. And when I quit that job, they asked me to write up a job description so that the person coming in or the next person to apply for my job would know what to do. And I wrote like half a page about what it was like being a software tester. And then I wrote four pages of free sell strategies. <laughs> <laughs> that was my job description. <clears throat> I figured I was quitting. What difference did it make if my bosses knew what I had done all my time there? So I had all these free sell strategies. And uh, at the time I found, I thought I was pretty good at free sell, but uh, who knows if that's actually true. So how did, how did the guy who came after you, how did he do on free sell? Well, I actually went back to the office some weeks later. I got a new job not very far and uh, not very far away. And so on a lunch break once, I got together with some of my friends from the software testing job. And I met the girl who came in and took my position. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, I asked her if she ever read that job description I had left behind. And she said she had. And not only did she find it amusing, but it helped her free sell game. She found herself improved greatly at free sell. She had been frustrated by it up to that point, and now was actually able to win from time to time. Wow, look at you. Yeah, I know. I, it was, I felt so fulfilled. It was great. <laughs> well, thanks Validate. to Jim H. Thanks to Jim H. Yes, Jim H. and me. We, are, uh, we worked together on that one, I suppose. Yes, you did. Have we come up with a nickname for Doug Peterson yet? No, we really have to. We do have to, because here I'm thinking of nicknames because we got an email from Mike Nothnagel, pen pal extraordinaire of the Friday Puzzle. And at my end here, I said that first, and you just sort of mumbled the whole time. I didn't hear you say it at all. It got all skippy. You got all skippy. Well, you got all skippy. Listen, Skippy. Mike Nothnagel wrote to us to clarify. We had asked him before. One of the answers in a puzzle of his was kite eating tree. the clue, and, uh, the clue was uh, 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 something Charlie Brown. <laughs> what was it? it wow, was I'm so glad you interrupted me to say that. <laughs> Do you remember what it was? No, but I wasn't going to even try. It was something Charlie Brown. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyhow, <laughs> uh, apparently uh, Mike Nothnagel, pen pal extraordinary constructor of the Friday Puzzle, had listed as the clue comic strip nemesis. And he's... Which, he's, he's he said it was much more general and vague, which it was. It was, in fact. And in this instance, I have to say, Mike Nothnagel, you're wonderful, but Will was correct in changing this clue. Cause Do a more specific. The more specific one was much more, you know, well, specific. Yeah. This was a this was a Friday puzzle, I think. Well, if Mike Nothnagel constructed it, it would have to be, wouldn't it? Well, it would either have to be that or a Monday with Puzzle Q in it. That's that's the rule. Oh, God, no, not Possible Q. Ugh, anything but Possible Q. Now, Doug Peterson also wrote us another email yes. in which he explained that he actually enjoys the podcast and the blog, which is wonderful, and asked how long you and I have known each other. Oh, Did right. we not talk about this in a previous episode? 
Um, I, I don't think we talked we've... about like that we weren't brothers and we're not twins oh, either. Yeah, and do. I don't think we've ever talked about the length of time we've known each other. I think it's approximately four years. I would say you're correct. Wouldn't it be about that? It's correct. Because I think yes. I because I moved to the neighborhood in Queens that we both live. I moved there in '03. I moved there five years ago, but I only met you sort of as a friend of my sister's shortly before she left town. Right. It's a complete coincidence that we live a block and a half away from each other. It has nothing to do with how we know each other. No, no, we know each other through my sister, really. Right. Uh, and I don't really know her much anymore, so now you're all I have left. <laughs> well, that's not good. Should we? No, not really at all. Should we move on to the puzzles? Let's, because we only have about 10 minutes left. Okay, good. Monday, good. So May 26. Yes, by Mark Sherwood. Mark Sherwood Forrest. I don't even remember a single thing about this puzzle. This was the one that had the theme of... Oh, with dentists. It was dentists. Oh, how did we not get any messages from our friend, the Dentist TM? The Dentist TM seems to be very busy. I Listen, I'll tell you what I did get was I got an email from him with his logo. Oh, you got the logo? Have you seen his logo? Oh, maybe I did get that email, but I didn't look at it. Not oh, he has, he has a logo. It's really fun. It's it's fun. It's a good logo. I think I, I hope it's the one. I looked at the prototype. It's the teeth with the uh, chomping on cards. Yeah, but it's a little bit different now. Uh, it, it's better than the prototypes. It's good. Okay. I'll well, listen, the dentist TM, if you're out there listening, we're talking about you. And this Monday puzzle, which you should be able to solve. It's a cross puzzle up your alley. It's perfect. It's all about it's a, dentists. It's all about dentists. So different answers apparently had words in them that had something to do with dentistry. The ends of the theme answers had to do with dentists. So there was knee braces. Yes. There was uh, firearms. No, that's not. No. That's, no. That's not no. That at all. <laughs> Blasting cap, triple Blasting crown, cap. and pie filling. Pie. Oh, you were going to eat pie. Oh, I was. Oh, you shoot. A, you needed a picture of you eating a picture of pie. A picture of me eating a picture of pie. Okay, I'll have to work on it. I'll post it on the blog later this week. On the blog? Blog. Oh, I thought you said blog. Yeah, sure. I said blog because that's a word and it means something. <laughs> this, uh, uh, I don't, this was a long time ago. <laughs> it feels like it was about 10 years ago that we did this. I don't this remember anything about it. I don't either. I'm going to eat pie. I so did say I was going to talk about this puzzle on the, on the, on the podcast. We did? Well, if you were going to see, we talked about pie filling. I think we didn't talk about the puzzle. We just gave away one answer. Oh, well, that's and talking about the puzzle. Well, all right, fine. Now we've talked about it twice. So let's go on to Tuesday, May 27th. Tuesday, May 27th. So this was by Adam Pearl. And Adam did something very fun, which was he put his own name into the puzzle. Which I didn't It turned realize. out. Well, I didn't realize it either until I read about it on Orange's blog, but he put it in the corners, too. So one across was Adam, and 65 across, the last of the across clues, was Pearl. But it was the last one that threw me, because it had trivia boxes in it. I didn't know Pearl, and I didn't know the down that crossed it, which was Emil. Right. Uh, was, I, uh, I didn't know what was that? Disney's Blank and the Detectives. Emil. Never heard. Never heard of it. And certainly I didn't know 65 Across, which was uh, 1995 Physics Noblest, Martin, Martin L. Yeah, had no idea. And uh, this corner was not helped by the fact that uh, 62 Across, at blank, was A-L-I-I. -I. Instead of Alia, which it should be. Yeah, 
it's usually Alia, and A-L-I-I, I don't know, maybe it should have had a variant part, as part of the clue to let us know that it wasn't the normal word. That definitely threw me off. I had trouble little, with that. That was a difficult corner for a Tuesday. It was. The theme of this one, though, was still kind of fun, though. Uh, they, they, uh, what did they do? It was fun. The, the was long answer. 36 across. Uh, oh, wait, no, not 36 across. The no, it was no ID, no ID. No ID. They took out. two down. Reason to be barred from a bar or the theme of this puzzle, no ID. Yep. And so 17 across was ESL class, perhaps. And instead of a scene of an accident, it was scene of an accent. And so. And 36 across CD hangout across the Atlantic instead of continental divide it was continental dive right and 56 across uh, was uh, hip-hop critics and instead of rapid response team it was rap response team I like that one that was cute that was fun yeah it was good but I don't I, know if did you feel like has an done... idiot when you realized that his name was in it and you because I, I had to Google this I, I had to Google a Tuesday this was a bad week for me with googling yeah, it was tough. I, I don't think I Googled it. I just think I guessed a bunch. And then I, when I finally got Emil, I thought, yeah, I guess maybe I've heard of that. But it certainly didn't come to mind easily. No, it didn't come to mind at all for me. No, it's I had Googling. trouble with it. Yeah, it was it was not easy. No. Uh, but uh, Wednesday, this week was very rough for me. I've been just so busy this week. I haven't had any time. And, and my brain is fried. And all I can think about is the work that I'm doing and... These crossword puzzles are just a nightmare, as well, far as I can tell. Fiorello is a difficult show to put up. Yeah, it's it's. It, I should clarify. I'm actually not doing Fiorello. I'm I'm doing Jesus Christ Superstar, and it's very loud. It's a very loud show. <laughs> and I mean, and I'm talking about the music that's loud, and that's the part that I do since I play the piano. It's it's incredibly loud. But if you're in Brunswick, Maine, in the next three weeks, come and see it because you know it's is fun. It any good? Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be good. Um, the music is going to be good. What's that? How's Judas? Well, you know, he's evil, and he turns Jesus over to the cops. He's, he's kind of a jackass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, but it's good. It's a good cast. It's a good band. Uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun. We open on Wednesday. Do you have a bass in your band? We do. Oh. Yep, my friend John Lawson is playing the bass. Really? Yep, so we cannot have the name that you want a band to have someday. The Baseless Accusations. Come on, yeah. that's fantastic. Why won't you do that for me? Uh, for the same reason, I'll never watch, you know, Star Wars Episode Three. Oh, oh, we should talk about indie. Oh, we should. I was disappointed. I was disappointed in it. I was disappointed also. I think that if there had not already been three Indiana Jones movies that had such a, uh, it's not a cult following, but, you know, they were so popular and they such an icon of, you know, American adventure cinema. I think this movie standing alone would have been a complete disaster. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But, you know, I guess because Indiana Jones is kind of a, a well-known and well-liked character, I gave him a bit of a pass. It was very disappointing for me. Yeah, and, and in spaceships, I mean, spaceships, really? Aliens? It was very confusing. It was convoluted. The, on the first three, it was very clear. He's going after this specific thing, and then he went after it. But this was, yeah. he wasn't going after anything. He already had it. He had it for the first, the, the, the last three quarters of the movie. No, the journey was putting it back, which putting is much back. less. It's not what Indiana Jones does. He doesn't put things back. But that's what he did in this movie. I realize that's what he did in this movie, but that's oh. not what he should be doing. No, I know that. It's ridiculous. What kind of an adventure is putting something I back? I know. We're saying the same thing. I know, so stop arguing with me. <laughs>
Wednesday. Wednesday by C.S. Lewis. Uh, this one was, this was, this puzzle was kinds of balls. Uh, it was kinds of balls. And it was fantastic. We had black balls, butter balls, uh, gum balls, soft balls, meat balls. It was definitely kinds of balls. It was fantastic. Uh, uh, gumball. Did you say gumball? I did say gumballs, in fact. I think I said all of them. Uh, but what I like to do is read other answers from this puzzle and pretend they're kinds of balls. <laughs> like we had tong balls and grip balls. Prom balls. <laughs> yes, Charles balls. Soviet ball. Blatant balls. Erg ball. Toodle balls. <laughs> Bad ball. <laughs> oh, wait. We had pst balls. <laughs> Pep ball. Yeah, this, so this was fun. It was cute. It was cute. I, I have to say, I solved almost the entire thing before I had any idea what the theme was. Really? I was really? trying. Yeah, I was. Oh, I did skip one when I said them all. I skipped highballs. That was. Oh, fun. there you but, go. I didn't even know there was a, and then I saw that clue and I hadn't filled in much of the middle. And I just, I, I thought, what on earth are these words? What can they proceed? And the, I had gotten black and I had gotten butter and I, I just had no idea. So I just ignored the theme until I was done. And then, oh yeah, that's what it was. I get it now. It's good. And it was. We got to move faster because we're running out of time. I just do want to mention that uh, 51 down made no sense to me. And I still don't really understand it. This Aqualung, Jethro Tull. Have you ever heard of that? Well, sure. I mean, it was an album. It was a Jethro Tull album. I, I actually have it. But Aqualung is a, is, a, is a guy? I guess. I didn't know that part. I mean, I, I guess there's a story. The album, like some of the songs or maybe the whole album, chronicles a, a, a plot of some sort. And All Aqualung right. is a character. All right. You know, kind of like the who did the, you know, did Tommy as a... But that was, but the, that was whole, called Tommy. It was very clear. Where this was... This album was called Aqualung. I know, but Aqualung is, isn't that, that seems like something, isn't that what people live in? An Aqualung? I think that's an iron lung. Oh, it is? What's an Aqualung thing, then? Well, apparently it's a lecher, according to <laughs> down. All right. I'm not, I'm still not buying it, but okay. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, you know what? Maybe there's a song on the album. I don't know the album well enough, but maybe there's a song in which he's described as a lecher. Okay. Maybe we should look up the song and, uh, you know, maybe we can link to an MP3 of it or something. What exactly is a lecher? Is that some, is that like a guy who looks at upskirt.com? Is that what a lecher does? Okay. The fact that you have heard of a website called upskirt.com makes me think that you are Aqualung. <laughs> I am Aqualung. I, I've lived in an Aqualung for the past three years. Fantastic. We're going to move on from here, Mr. Letcher. Thursday. Thursday. May oh, man, this was awfully clever, and I had trouble with it. Everybody had trouble with it. The app, the applet didn't work. No, well, the applet didn't. It's not clear on the applet how to do puzzles like this. Now, this was a rebus puzzle, which meant, which means that certain squares in it are not just a single letter. Certain squares need something else. More and in the instance of this puzzle, certain squares actually needed even more than just to something else because they needed to be different for the across clues and the down clues. Right. All, all the, the across, across clues, clues had, had the word across in the in the rebus box, and all the down clues it was changed to down. Very clever. Right. It was very clever. So, like one across, uh, the clue was first clue, and the answer was one across. O N E across. That fourth box took right. the whole word across. The down clue at four down 
was Jazz Blues Monthly? And the answer is downbeat. Right. So across changes to down. Yes. Across changes to down. But I'm looking at Jim H's, you know, xwordinfo.com here. And in fact, on the down clue, they list the answer as across beat. Right. Which is not the answer. The answer was downbeat. But the applet on the New York Times had trouble dealing with this. And I didn't know how to do it. I first figured out some of the down ones. So I put the word down into those boxes. Uh-huh. That's what I and the, applet, the applet did not accept it. What? No, and why only, wouldn't it? I don't know. And only later, when I changed all of the downs to just the letter D, then the applet accepted it. But it took me a, several minutes to even come up with that as a possible way to deal with this. Clearly, we do not have the technology to deal with something this, this clever. I don't like the New York Times applet, and I've complained about it on other blogs and on our own blog. And I just it's, it's the best applet not, that's out there, though. It's, it's the only outlet that's out there. No, well, the L.A. Times has an applet that's terrible. Oh, I do the L.A. Times puzzles in a cross light. And I don't New York Sun it. also has an applet that is also not very good. I also do those in a cross light. I think these applets suck. And I would uh, challenge anybody who's listening to this who has any skill in applet design to make a better one. Yes, please. Because I, yeah, because I don't like it at all. This... But this puzzle is awfully clever. And, uh, and it was, yeah, very, very clever. Good work, John Farmer. But it did, have, it did have the clue that I did not like at all, which was outdoor wingding barbecue. Oh, I didn't like that either. I didn't like the way they shortened the word barbecue. I don't like the word uh, wingding. I don't like the word wingding either, but I don't like that barbecue became B-A-R-B-Q. Yeah. Without any indication in the clue that it was going to be some kind of abbreviation. Because that, that is an abbreviation. I... I think so. I mean, the real word is B-A-R-B-E-C-U-E, isn't it? I believe it is. Yeah, so I had trouble with that. We still have three puzzles to go in negative three minutes to do it. Oh, okay. So we should move on. Friday. So, Friday. May uh, 30th. By, yeah, by Nathan Last. I'm still loading it up. Nathan Last. Yeah, I had a little... I got some of this awfully quick. I got the bottom right really fast. Chico Marx, C'est la vie, I am so dead. That was a nice great, answers, nice clues. Great. That was great. I love yeah. that. I, Chico Marx, I love Chico Marx. I, I love that kind of comedy, and he was very good at it. And he was. That, that was, he was wonderful. Uh, the Marx Brothers, all very terrific. Fantastic. I had trouble in the top left, though. I just couldn't see any of it. Bees, knees, oleic acid, and rigmarole, which I've always thought was rigmarole. Yeah, you know, it's not, though. Well, I found that out. <laughs> uh, I have since solved this puzzle, so I did learn it's rigmarole. <laughs> I thought it was rigmarole, too. Yeah. Rigmarole is listed as an alternative choice in Merriam-Webster's dictionary. Oh, is it? Yeah. But only as an alternative, that and the main word is rigmarole. I wasn't parsing uh, oleic acid correctly, and I had part of it, and I thought it was oleicoxid. <laughs> it just, none of it really made sense to me. No, uh, well, that's better than when you thought, you know, Tam- Tamra Thather or somebody was a newscaster. <laughs> that's for next week. Oh, sorry, I'm giving it away. I'm jumping ahead. Speaking of jumping ahead. Is it oh, the, go is ahead. It the biggest square in the world that I don't know how to spell Jimi Hendrix's first name? It does, in fact. I spell it G-J-I-M-M-Y. Yeah, that's not it. I'm the squarest guy on the block. Well, you are. You should really listen to some Jimi Hendrix and some Jethro Tull, for that matter. Really? Jethro Tull features some fantastic flute playing. There was a flautist in it, right? Sure. Flautist, flutist, flute what playing. Sure. Sure. I don't like those words. Flautist, flutist, ich, yeah. 
They played the flute. What do you call somebody who plays the flute? A flute player. How about, well, what do you call a guy who plays the bassoon? A bassoon player. No, you don't. No, you don't. The viewers, viewers, go back a few episodes and you will hear Brian say bassoonist. I've never said that word. Nope, never said it. Nope. I deny it. Until you hire... Until you hire somebody to transcribe our blogs, our, our podcasts, and put that on the blog, I will deny it up, down, and sideways. Should I not hire somebody to transcribe the blog? You should. Yeah, sure. Hire somebody to transcribe the blog. <laughs> Let's talk about Saturday, May 31st, the last day of May in 2008. May Day. Uh, May Day. I thought May Day was... No, May 1st is May Day. Oh, I missed it again. Yeah, you did. Well... Only 333 shopping days. <laughs> so, <a> <laughs> I think that's the title of today's episode. Gotta buy a poll. Gotta buy a poll. So this one, this one featured a couple of answers. Uh, it was, it was rain. It was raining a couple of weeks ago, and Pickles and I were walking down the street, and she said, "My God, it's raining so much," and, and I said. I said, well, you know, April flowers bring May showers. Yeah. But that's not right. <laughs> it's, the, it's, it's the other way around. bring May flowers. Yes, it is. But I switched. I think... Anyway, I really thought I would, that was the way it went. Go on. You really thought that's how it went? For that moment, I did. You did? I think you were better off with gotta buy a poll. <laughs> <laughs> that might also replace Zambezi and Oat. I'm not sure. That's right. good. We'll see. Uh, so Saturday's puzzle by Roger uh, Robert H. Wolf. Uh, Roger's Roger. brother. Who's Roger? Uh, this, I had uh, I got a lot of this. I had a little trouble on the left there on the left side because post mosaic wasn't yeah. sure. In the aisle, I wasn't sure about in the aisle either. I, uh, I want aisle. I wanted to do like middle aisle or center aisle or I was trying to come up with some five letter word that meant center, but I couldn't get that. But when you, when I, you look at it, though, it makes sense. Yeah, well, of course it does. But at the time, I it didn't occur to me. And I was also sure that the size of the hippos in 38 across were going to be over a ton, oh. not a ton. So that threw me off, too. I was I thought I was so clever coming up with over a ton. Well, I think, but it says some. I think all adult hippos would be over a ton. A ton. I have absolutely no idea how big hippos get. They get very large. Over a ton, most of them. Well, three ton is also over a ton, for that matter. It is. It is. But, uh, you know, most of this one was fun. I got trapped, as a lot of people did, with 45 across, which was lyric stand-in, perhaps. I had la-la-la yeah, instead I of not. Yeah, la-la-la for a while. And I took but, me so long to get Sosa, Sportsman of the Year co-winner of 1998, Sosa. You, you should really be embarrassed by that. You need you a trip to baseball. Right I did, immediately. I can't believe I didn't get that. He was co-sportsman of the year, in fact. Was that the clue? Yes. Yeah, he was co-sportsman of the year. But I was thinking, oh, well, the Olympics were in 98. Was that the Winter Olympics, the Summer Olympics? It, it's all very embarrassing. No, 98 was back when we thought hitting a lot of home runs was cool. Yeah. And didn't talk about steroids. And legal and whatnot. Right, um, and then just shortly thereafter, Barry Bonds got huge and everybody got mad. We do have a new friend on the blog, a guy by the name of Marty C., who seems very cool. And he's... Uh, Marty's a lot, yeah. He's uh, filled us in on some interesting things. And, and the whole, after the Pentateuchal period, 
25 down uh, with the answer is post-mosaic. He goes on to say that it's something to do with the Bible. Yes. Right? Well, I don't think it's Pentateuchal. I think it's Pentateuchal. <laughs> Pentateuchal? Yeah. It is not Pentateuchal. I don't think you say Pentateuch. I think you say Pentateuch or Pentateuch. <laughs> right. <laughs> Chef Pentateuchal's new ham salad. Ham salad. I almost bought ham salad the other day. I, you do. I don't know why you didn't. I, I thought it was better to take a picture of it and text message that to you. I did. I enjoyed that. Yeah. It looks disgusting. It, looks, it was disgusting, and I didn't even eat it. I just it was disgusting to look at. If anybody's ever had a ham salad sandwich, please email us or email us the sandwich. Yes, email us the sandwich if you can. Rbxblog at gmail dot com. Let's take a quick look at Sunday, June 1st. Sunday, June 1st. Yes, this was uh, by Patrick Berry. And in, in, the puzzle was called Extra Syllables. And you added a uh, to an otherwise existing term to get a new term. Yes. So we had uh, 22 across, waistband sold in stores became buy a belt instead of Bible belt. It became buy a bull belt. Buy a bull belt. You're absolutely right. I'm yeah. sorry. I missed buy a bull belt instead of Bible belt. Right. Uh, 27 across was, uh, what was it? Wiser uh, wiser from an ethical perspective was morally safer instead of. I have a problem of... with this one, though. Why you did? Is, why? Why is wiser safer? What? What? Why? Explain that. Uh, I don't know. I can't explain it. Well, I, I just think, how about more cautious from an ethical perspective? Well, uh, if you are wiser, aren't you also then more cautious? <laughs> well, I, I guess, but it seems like there's a there's a degree removed from the actual answer. It didn't mm. need to happen. Uh, okay, then. You don't agree I, I don't, with me? I don't. I don't. I, just I think, thought it was fine. I understood it. I understood it, but I just think that 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 more cautious is closer to safer than wiser is. Uh, I actually put more value in the comment we got from Plum on the blog, which talked about whether the added syllable was technically the same in each of the answers. Uh, it wasn't. Well, she thought the vowel sound was slightly different from answer to answer. Well, Specifically, I... thirty-two across, which was fighting force trained by Pavlov, the Salivation Army instead of the Salvation Army. Well, and so that was. That saliv I would pronounce it salivation. I wouldn't pronounce it salivation. The salivation are yeah, but still, the added syllable though is an i sound, not an uh sound. I think it's a schwa. I think they're all schwas. And they're schwa-ish. <laughs> Funny, it doesn't look. Yeah, good. honestly, I mean, Plum is a brilliant woman and a fantastic lyricist, and I think she's has quite a good ear for vowel sounds. So you take her opinion over mine. Right? Uh, in terms of vowel sounds, yes, yes. <laughs> I certainly do. You've never liked my take on vowel sounds. No, not really at all. I think it's horrible. What is fifty-six across? What is the 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 actual the everyday phrase? Corner on the market, which isn't quite as common as corner the market. But is that a corner on the market? That's a phrase. Apparently, I, I guess it is. Orange talked about it a little on her blog. Uh, and but she also pointed out that corner the market is far more commonplace than corner on so, the market. You know what's more commonplace is market on the corner. Well, that's true. Absolutely, you're absolutely right. But also, touche. Uh, 
Maraket on the corner doesn't mean anything, so it wouldn't have worked for this puzzle. But they could have put market on the corner. I suppose they could have. Market on the corner? Topsist for sale. Market on the corner. No, that's still a corner on the market. An autopsist is a coroner. I know, autopsist for a sale. Market on, a market on the coroner would have been like build a deli over a autopsist. <laughs> That's not a good place to build a deli. Well, no. So <laughs> so maybe that would be the clue, you know? A bad <laughs> place to build a deli. God, market the deli's on been built an autopsist burial ground. <laughs> All right, so uh, that was it. That was, uh, that was the week in puzzles. That was the week in puzzles. That was podcast episode 13, the title of which is Gotta Buy a Pole. <laughs>